0: Welcome, everybody, to the holiday special episode of the Boiling Thoughts podcast. I am your host, David Paris, and this is episode seventeen. Let's get started and roll the intro. Thank you so much for tuning in into the historically first holiday special episode of the Boiling Thoughts podcast. I'm so glad that you are here listening. And I am very, very stoked and happy about this episode. And I was thinking, who would be the best guest for a holiday-themed episode? And I could not think of anyone else than one of my great friend's mom. Her name is Jessica Sousa, and she's one of the kindest, smartest, and funniest people I know. Mrs. Jessica, the microphone is yours. Please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, David. So thanks so much for having me on your podcast today. Um. so my name is Jessica Souza, and I met you, David, through my daughter, Emily, who is a good friend of yours. And a little bit about us, um, we live uh, just north of Boston in Massachusetts in the U.S., and I'm a lawyer by day but I've always kind of had a secret desire to have a podcast, Um, but I would have no idea where to start or what to talk about. So I'm very, very excited that you've asked me to be a guest on your podcast today. I'm really honored to be here, and I'm super excited to talk to you and to to talk about all sorts of things and especially talk about the holidays because that's my favorite time of the year. So I'm very excited.
0: I am so happy that we can have you here today. So this is your first time actually being on a podcast, right?
1: It is my first time being a guest on a podcast. So I actually took a a class on how to start a podcast and run a podcast and it was really exciting but it sounded like a lot of work <laughs> and I just I don't have the time for it right now but this is a great way to be able to get a taste of what it's like
0: I have to 100% agree that creating podcast is actually a lot of work but back to the topic, yes, about the introduction, when Emily used to stream a lot on Twitch, she used to do like streams that were 12 hours long and you know, sometimes she needed a little break. So she had her mom fill in for like 30 minutes when she needed to grab some food or some water and that was always so much fun. I feel like the audience and the streamers loved you. It was incredible. We were all hyping it up in the chat. I feel like you were enjoying it as well. But how did it feel for you to be on a stream with tens of people playing video games and having to manage everything and catch up and communicate?
1: Oh, my gosh. Honestly, I almost forgot about that until you reminded me. So obviously, it was <laughs> it was scary. It was scary for me for so many reasons. First of all, I am not good at video games. So let's start there. Um, I also can't do more than one thing at a time, which is problematic if you're trying to play a video game and talk to um, talk to listeners and read the Discord. Um, it was so funny because the first couple times that I played, I remember just my little character just walking in circles <laughs> and, and almost ruining some of Emily's things on her island because... I didn't know what I was doing and then you know she would come in from her little break she'd go down and eat dinner and come up and she'd look over my my shoulder and say "Mom you have to th- thank so and so for um you know whatever you know people who do all these really nice things during during the um, the time we were playing and it the the words would be going up the screen so fast. And I just, I couldn't, I I couldn't do it all at once. So I realized what I thought was, you know, something that she was just doing for fun and was kind of like things that kids or teens do that wasn't really that big a deal was actually really hard. It was really hard to do that. I was, I had a whole new appreciation when I actually sat in for her that You have to do so many things all at the same time. And that takes a lot of talent.
0: Once again, I have to agree with you because streaming is a lot of work and there's a lot of effort and energy that goes into it. And you are able to understand it only when you try it for yourself. And I also remember that one of my favorite parts about the streams when you were actually there was that when you were sharing stories from like Emily's life and dishing on her. That was like so much fun and everyone was like <laughs> asking for more and more. So, could you share like an exclusive story with us for the podcast about Emily that we might have not heard yet?
1: Um okay, so this actually is holiday related. Um it's not recent, but it's funny. So, when Emily was younger, um, maybe two, three years old, maybe even until she was about four. Um, I couldn't bring her into stores around holiday time that had any kind of talking decorations. So, for instance, our local pharmacy at Christmas time would have giant Santas. You know, they stand on the floor and you push a button and it kind of dances and says things or, Or um, like around Halloween, same thing. Maybe it's like a skeleton that kind of dances when you push the thing. And she would absolutely lose her mind. And she'd yell, I don't like those guys. I don't like those guys. And she'd make this huge scene. So, yeah, she doesn't like those guys. So every once in a while, if we're out in a store... And they have one of those decorations, at holiday time. I'll give her a hard time. I'll run over and push the button and, I, and I'll I'll imitate her little two or three-year-old voice yelling, I don't like those guys. She gets really mad at me, but I think it's hilarious.
0: That is absolutely hilarious. And I love the story. And I actually appreciate that it's holiday related since this is a holiday special. And when we are already here, I wanted to ask you about your family traditions that you do for the holidays and Christmas because, as you might know, the podcast is based where I live in Slovakia. And I think the listeners might be interested if there are any like differences in Christmas and generally holiday traditions you guys have in the US and then we do have here in Slovakia. So can you tell me, for example, what are your top three family traditions you do during the holidays
1: um so the first one this isn't probably particular to our family because I feel like most people do this but it's something hands down we do every year is make Christmas cookies um and I probably make eight to ten um different varieties but I always make the same ones from year to year so they're definitely traditional and um, everyone knows that they're coming and everyone has their own particular favorites. Another tradition that we have is so the girls did this, started this when they were very young, and they actually still do it because you know, you want to make sure that Santa's taken care of is on Christmas Eve they'll put out a plate with a few Christmas cookies and some carrots for Santa's reindeer, some milk little napkin, you know, so he doesn't get his beard all dirty. And they leave that out. And then the third one that I can think of, um, again, we've done since they were little. And we have a Santa key. So it's like a gold key on a ribbon. And my Aunt Cheryl, uh, so the girl's great aunt who lives in Canada, sent us the key years and years and years ago. And every Christmas Eve, the girls hang the key on the outside of our front door to our house. And that's just, so Santa has a quick and easy way to get in um, so he can come in and have his snacks and leave the presents and, um, you know, not get stuck in our gas fireplace. So, <laughs> so we have, we actually have a lot of traditions. Christmas is huge in our house and I probably drive everyone completely crazy making sure that we do all of them so if you had asked me for 20 traditions I could give them to you but I'm sure that people want to talk about something else so (laughs) but we're big into traditions
0: wow that is really exciting to hear because I am honestly a holiday freak as well and I love hearing about those because we have quite some similarities but also big differences for me for example the biggest difference is is that here in Slovakia it is believed that actually Jesus brings presents and we get them actually on December 24th not on the morning of December 25th so that's kind of different and it's like these small changes and differences we have and I feel like that's amazing because you can experience like both of them. And I love hearing about yours, especially about like leaving out the cookies and the milk for Senna. That sounds super sweet and I would love to do that. Another thing is that here in Slovakia, I kind of feel like people start decorating and preparing for the holidays quite later than in the US, for example. I'm one of the earliest people I know because I'm getting already in the holiday Christmas spirit in like middle... Of the November or usually around the Thanksgiving time even though we don't have Thanksgiving here and I would like love to have my Christmas tree up since November 24th or 25th but people in Slovakia are mostly used to do that like in the middle of December or some even do it on the Christmas day so that's a thing I would like to ask you how does your family start preparing for Christmas or most importantly when? do you start preparing for the holidays and when are you getting in the spirit of listening to songs and baking gingerbread cookies and just starting decorating?
1: That's a really good question and something I thought about recently because I think it depends on the year. So I would say pre-COVID, the stores here in America start putting out Christmas things. I'd say right after... Halloween, or maybe even a little bit earlier, so sometime in October, but people don't start decorating their homes quite that early. I would say normally people would start the day after Thanksgiving. That's when most people, I feel like, put up their Christmas trees. Um, But I will say since COVID, I feel that people are decorating their homes earlier and earlier because they want something to lift their spirits. You know, last year, especially, I feel like people were putting up their Christmas tree at the beginning of October um, because they just felt like they needed, you know, something joyful to look at and, you know, to, to make themselves feel better for us. We usually decorate um, the weekend after Thanksgiving, and that's what we did this year. So weekend after Thanksgiving, the first thing we do is put up um, the big Christmas tree in our family room that has all the the family ornaments on it. Um, You know, and the girls kind of have their little tradition surrounding that, and then over... The next couple days, I get the rest of the decorations up. Some people don't start till later, but I would say definitely by the beginning of December.
0: I do believe that like preparing for holidays, Christmas and everything in this topic generally is very individual and everyone should do it as they feel like they love it too. I love to start early. I like to be in the spirit as long as possible because it's only once a year and I love it. It's my favorite time of the year. So I love to do that And one of our favorite things to do as a family that we have here as a tradition is that we go to see Christmas markets and Christmas villages in Poland. And we actually did that yesterday and it was so magical, so beautiful. And I had the best time, even though I almost froze over. So I love that. And I went to McDonald's because I don't know if you have heard about it or seen it, but the Christmas icon Mariah Carey has a whole menu in McDonald's. So I had to go see if it's Available here, unfortunately, it's not. It's only in the U.S., so at least you can try it for me.
1: Wow. So, okay, so I have two things I want to say about that. Number one, I wish everyone could have seen my face when you started describing that Christmas market in Poland because that, to me, is a Christmas dream come true. I literally could see it in my mind And I just wanted to jump in a plane and go visit it as well. That sounds so amazing. Oh, what an experience you must have had. I'm so jealous. Um, And then the second thing I wanted to say was the Mariah Carey uh, with McDonald's. It's so funny that you mentioned that because we picked up french fries last week and it said something on the bag. And I haven't, I didn't realize that Mariah Carey's uh, partnered with McDonald's for this special menu, so I had no idea what it was until you just told me. (laughs) But I would be more than happy to take a field trip to McDonald's and check it out and report back to you, so I'd be happy to do that.
0: Now this sounds like a promo, so I just want to let you know this episode is not sponsored in any way, shape, or form by McDonald's, but... If it's available in your country, you got to try it out. And for the Christmas market, you should definitely come next year if the situation is better because we would love to have your family join us for a co-joined holidays. I think that would be amazing.
1: That sounds great. I can embarrass the girls in a whole new country with my Christmas enthusiasm. <laughs> we'll make it international.
0: I adore that. Now, back to something that we started talking about in the beginning. I wanted to ask you, what is your take and how do you feel about social media, social media communities and friendships? Because that's the reason we are now talking together, because I met Emily through the internet and the iJustine community and Discord and Twitch, YouTube, and that's how I made my friendship with her. And that's how you can make actually a lot of friends But we also know internet can be sketchy, so as a parent, how do you actually feel about that? Were you skeptical at the beginning? What is your take on this?
1: So, yes, I definitely support it. I will say um, I'm absolutely amazed at how people can come together and really form a community and get to know one another and become a, you know, a support network for one another and bond over mutual interests. Um, You know, when, when I was a teenager, we didn't have anything like that. I mean, honestly, the closest thing we had to that, and this is going to sound really lame, but the closest thing we would have would be if you had a pen pal in another country, which you know we do it through school um and i i have i did do that as um you know as a child and a teen where you'd get the name and address of someone your age in another country and you'd write letters back and forth and and it was it was fun but really that was the only way to do something like that um nowadays it's you know it's mind blowing how small the world can actually be i mean Case in point, look what you and I are doing right now. I mean, I never in a million years thought I'd ever meet anyone who lives in Slovakia. Um, and I know you. So, I mean, how else would that have ever happened? And, you know, especially during COVID when everyone was so isolated, um, you know, a lot of kids and a lot of teens did not do well with that at all. And the ones that that did, that did well, you know, were able to make friends and make connections and um, support one another, you know, virtually through these online platforms. So I will say initially, you know, when the girls were younger, we were very protective of them. Um, They started much, much later than other kids their age. Um, You know, they had no social media accounts, nothing like that, no way to connect with anybody outside other than close friends. And, you know, we as parents made that decision because we were trying to be protective. Um, And as they've gotten a little bit older and a little more responsible and they're very, very aware of, you know, how to protect themselves online, we've allowed them to start doing that and have just been blown away at the upside to it
0: yeah absolutely once again i have to definitely agree with you because as you said there are a lot of risks that come with internet but it is also such a great place with amazing opportunities and people and, you know even myself I have always been careful I'm still careful and I encourage other people to be cautious and careful on the internet and even my parents at the beginning they were skeptical they were asking a lot of things but since I'm an adult they trust me um, and they know that I am not naive anymore and that I have some sense of understanding so I am able to see what's real what's not and kind of make my opinion on everything and be very just careful and cautious with everyone and everything on the internet and with what I'm putting out so yeah again I agree but you know still it's an amazing place and without it our paths would have probably never crossed
1: yeah exactly and what's what's really funny is you know from time to time especially when Um, Emily first started on Twitch and making all these connections and, um, you know, chatting with, uh, other kids online every once in a while, I'd get a Facebook message from someone's mom (laughs) saying, um, so I think you're Emily's mom, and I, you know, my son or my daughter has been talking to her, you know, on Twitch, and I just want to check things out and make sure, you know, everything's safe. And those are my absolute favorite messages to get because I've sent a few of those myself. And um, it's really neat because a lot of us moms have actually gotten to know one another and formed friendships, which is crazy. Um, but what, what's cool about that is we all sort of recognized that we want the same thing for our children, that we want them to have fun, we want them to make those connections and make those friendships, but we're all of the same mindset that we want to be sure that they're safe.
0: Wow, that is amazing. Well, actually, my mom, she is very, very busy with her work and everything she's doing. So she has never really focused her attention on social media and never really paid a lot of attention to it. But I made her sign up for Instagram and I had to explain her everything so she can, you know, see my stuff and be in contact with other people like you just said. And I think she also managed to be... Your friend there. I think she did follow you. I have to double check with her, but that's really sweet.
1: She has or actually follow each other on Instagram now, which is so fun. And I've said to some of the other moms, I, I always joke, you know I say it and it sounds like I'm kidding, but I'm really serious that when it's you know safe for everyone to travel again, we should pick a destination and I'll meet there. Um, because, you know, all the moms seem to get along, all the kids seem to get along, and it it's so cool. Um, we actually had an opportunity over the summer um, when we were traveling. We were traveling close by to one of Emily's friends uh, that she met online, and we arranged to meet up, and it was, it was so cool. Um, you know, we met her friend and his mom, and his mom and I hit it off, and we chat online every once in a while and check in with each other and wish each other happy holidays. And she's just absolutely one of the sweetest women I've ever met. And I never would have met her otherwise. So um, I think that's really cool. So I'm definitely ready to have some kind of meet up or reunion somewhere when we can all do it.
0: I do remember all of that. And I do remember how Emily met up with Kulan. I believe it was in Disneyland. Yeah. And there is one more thing I would like to ask you, and that is what would you like to say to the Boiling Taz listeners and what is a legacy that you would like to leave here?
1: Oh, gosh. um, Let me think. Oh, I have so many things I want to say, but I, I, I think one of them would be and this is what I have learned through... Um, you know, Emily and her sister being online and, and being on Twitch and, and meeting everybody is that, and it kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier, where yes, you do need to be careful with things in life. You know, there are things that you need to be mindful of to protect yourself and protect your family, but you need to also take a chance sometimes and, and open up to different possibilities, because it would have been very easy for me to say to Emily, no, you know, I don't want you on Twitch. I don't want you streaming. I I think that it's just too much of a risk. And she and I would have missed out on all of this. Um, and I think it, it just took, you know, asking some questions and really looking into it and, you know having a little faith that um you know that that she was being careful and I was being careful and opening up to something that maybe before you wouldn't have considered because wonderful things can happen when you do that so that's my my deep thought for today
0: wow that is incredible and that actually reminded me of one of my favorite sayings that goes We usually regret the things that we have not managed to done or to do in our lives rather than the things we have done. And that is actually really true because even if we do something that is not the best, I believe that you should not regret it because probably it was a lesson and you've learned from it and you have grown from it. So it was helpful for you and it made you maybe potentially a better human beings so that is really really great and I loved everything you said thank you so much for being here I could continue this conversation for another three hours but unfortunately we are limited by the recording time so I think we will have to wrap it up here so thank you again for being such an amazing guest and let's say goodbye to the listeners
1: well thank you again for having me David I really appreciated it it was I had a blast um so I apparently do like being on podcasts. I had a great time, and I just wanted to take a minute to congratulate you on your podcast. I know how much work it is and how much you've put into it, um, so you deserve every wonderful thing that comes from it. And I wanted to wish you and your family and all of your wonderful listeners a very happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and... um and that's it. Thanks for having me.
0: So thank you again, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Boiling Thoughts podcast. I really, really appreciate you and I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and a comment on YouTube. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to check out the Boiling Tots Instagram account and my Instagram account at the David Paris. And I will see you or hear you in the next episode. Thank you again. See you later. I am signing off and happy holidays.